This insert is brought to you by Radio K Pulpit 7 to 9 a.m. Please visit kpulpit.co.za. It's Elmer Pollard all the way from the Helderberg. Thanks, Elmer, for the green times, and thanks that we can hang out with you today. Good morning. Good morning. Nice cold in the Cape, huh? I tell you what, when you look at the mountains and you see the snow-capped tops, it makes you feel colder right to your bones. <laughs> oh, it bites anyway. Yeah, I, I haven't even been able to see. I'm waiting for the clouds to lift here by us so I can see the snow. Uh, it'll be a beautiful surprise. Talking food today, and uh, as we read through this story, it says research study reveals that food safety and the environment remains a dilemma. People are concerned about their food and also how it's packaged, it would seem. Alma, thanks for this story. All that photograph on the top makes me feel like he's going to eat something, but anyway. <laughs> Eating through the mask now. Yeah, yeah, no, you've got to, I've seen enough of these funny stories of people forgetting to uh, lower the mask when putting a shoveling some food in the mouth. <laughs> Crazy times, eh? Mm. So these are concerns. Oh, yes, real concerns. Yeah, interesting. They bring out uh, teams. They bring out the Tetra Pak index every year, and this is the thirteenth edition of it. But in the last year, of course, lots have changed in the world, especially with the COVID story. Mm. So. Interesting, the, the the differences that they find here. And they found that there's a 10% increase in global concern regarding food safety and future food supply. Well, you can understand because, remember, COVID started in food in the first place. That's how the zoonotic um, virus jumped across from animals to humans. So mm. people are obviously now more concerned about um, where their food comes from and, and how safe it is. But also, <clears throat> so the top concern, two-thirds of, of, of respondents said food safety, number one. Mm. The second one just beneath that is sustainable, environmental sustainability. Mm. So it seems that there's a concern that there may be a clash between food safety and environmental sustainability. So if you take this deeper, then both these issues are, are about health, and we are so aware of health now. Of course, there isn't really a clash because environmental sustainability ensures future food sustainability. <laughs> Sorry. And food safety ensures now food sustainability. In a sense, it's about food now and the future. Mm. And that's really, on the whole, that is really one issue. Yeah. It's food for uh, healthy food for us humans. When I'm looking at um, food packaging and food, uh, it's not only about food safety, but there's also got to be the side of uh, inv- being environmentally conscious. I mean, I've, I've seen in a supermarket, you can buy in a punnet with cling wrap over it, a peeled nachi, which made me think, for, for the love of all that is good, it already comes in its own package. And who's too lazy to peel a nachi? And how many exactly. of the super shops what, are doing what that? What is easier to peel than a nachi now? <laughs> I think it's such Perfect packaging. Yes, and I mean, so, well, I, I think it's so important that that we just reject that type of product. We yeah. need to stop buying that because they will only then get the message that no, we don't want to buy such overpackaged things. Mm. So, so now they're looking at um, at bringing out sustainable packaging. You can imagine because now you try to bring health. Food packaging is incredibly important. You know, when we complain about packaging because we're concerned about the waste aspect, as we all are, mm. 
um, people don't always realize how how improved the food safety and the food availability to people far off um, has has it's hard, the big improvement since packaging happened. Mm. You know, it, many people can't eat if there is no packaging. I mean, maybe some of us, maybe we live nearby something. Excuse me, <coughs> and then they have to. They have to send food far away to many people far away from, from food sources. Yeah. So it's very important. So the packaging must now become sustainable. So they're looking at uh, a, a new uh, packaging that's made of carton. The fruit is uh, from sustainable sources or recycled sources. It, they say it needs to be recyclable and carbon neutral. We also feel that uh, it must and be recyclable. They must see to the recycling of the material that they put into the world. Remember, mm. we've discussed that earlier on. Yes. It's got to be a responsibility right to the very end. And, of course, it must protect the food, and it must allow for ambient distribution, and, and it, must, it must protect the water sources. So in all of this, they're looking at, in the production of facilities, using more renewable energy, more energy efficiency, improved um, equipment, and and less water. Mm. So they want to shift the circular economy into a low-carbon economy. Um, I quite like what the article talks about, transparency all along the supply chain. It's all good and well. Someone at the top, middle, or the end is focusing on doing the right thing. It's really need to be coming all the way through. Absolutely. And then, of course, that links to the third concern that people have expressed in this survey, and that is the food waste. We are all concerned about food waste because we know the, the, the stats are staggering. And and they've, um, they've found 47% of people feel that food waste is one area in which we ourselves as consumers can make a difference. Because we can see that at least in my house, I don't have to throw food away. Yeah. Um, it also is uh, is part of what they want um, transparency from the from manufacturers. They say that the the, the labelling is sometimes confusing, mm. and I think this might speak to people who who read the you know the best buy dates and then toss the food if if they see that. And sometimes apparently that's not correct. So that's where they want the transparency in the full supply chain. Um, Elmer, what does happen to food? Do you know in a supermarket scenario where you've got all the stuff that reaches a sell-by date and sometimes you see some supermarkets have a little space there where you're like, okay, this stuff expires today or tomorrow, come and get it at a cheaper price. But the stuff that doesn't get bought, what happens to all of that food? Yeah, you know, I'm I'm not 100% up to date on that, but yeah. I have inquired in the past because, you know, you think there's so many... A lot of that food is still absolutely fine totally. to eat. And... and there's so many hungry people, but apparently there's very stringent legislation around that, that you may not give that food away to hungry people yeah. because of, you know, obviously there's some danger in that. Mm. So it's a very tricky area. So it generally it is dumped. Hopefully by now it is at least composted. Yeah. And I have actually inquired, I have to say a few times about composting, and what I can see around here that is composting isn't happening. Yeah. But that is that is really where the focus is. I think, uh, and I know uh, I have actually come across this in, in overseas in in Edinburgh that they that they actually allow they uh, 
treat people to go and pick the food that is uh, that's past the sell by date in Europe that mm. is now. Well, that's in the UK. But I mean, I think that's legislation that needs to be be worked at. But I'm not. I, it would be a good idea to find out what how it stands today. Yeah, and uh, you just realise even in one's own home, if you were to reflect how many scraps you end up if you don't compost, and some people don't. I and mean, obviously, we know we ought to or do something with it. How many scraps? I've worked in the restaurant industry many years ago, and we just recall how how that bin every day, once in the as one restaurant, would fill up with scraps people don't want to take as takeaways. You know, take home in a doggy bag, you scrap into a bin, and that bin is full by the end of the day. I know some restauranteurs actually have pig farmers that come around and collect these buckets. So, I mean, that that opens another whole oh, barrage of yeah. questions. That makes a little bit more more sense mm. because at least it is then utilized. If it it simply gets dumped with the rubbish, it's 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 uh, really such a waste. These are nutrients yeah. that need to go back into the soil. I mean, they should all make sure that that actually remains in the cycle, goes back to earth again, yes. and earth provides food again. It needs to go somewhere functional because um, it's actually precious and it's expensive as you know it's, it's a lot of money that so go and have a look at this fantastic story and uh, i couldn't help but spot one about earthworms which i quite like so i'm going to go read that story as well there's a lot okay, of cool. <laughs> <laughs> there's a lot of good things to be found in this space on thegreentimes.co.za uh, and on the line, you're hearing the voice of the executive director of said green times and eco consultant and coach the lovely alma pollard how's your cat alma my cat is well. Yes. He's looking good. Thank you. <laughs> we love good he news. He's healed up very nicely. <laughs> <laughs> Be well, Alma. Thank you. Have Thanks. a blessed day. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. This insert was brought to you by Radio K Pulpit, 7 to 9 a.m. Please visit kpulpit.co.za.